0: Yeah, I saw that Lamar Jackson had tweeted out something about um, Flock Nation. Like he was referring to Ravens fans as Flock Nation. Have you heard this? Have you seen
1: this? That's just stupid.
0: Like, is that what they're doing? Like, that's Flock Nation. I mean, isn't it kind of redundant
1: in a way? A flock is meant to categorize a lot of something as 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 well as a nation. They're both terms denoting similar entities in large quantity.
0: What do you call a flock of ravens?
1: A murder, exactly. What do you call a, what do you call a flock of ravens in Allegheny County? What target practice? <laughs> we at MPTY do do not advocate for shooting small. Well, if you're shooting small game, you better have a license for it. Stay away from the roughed grouse and the ravens. Those are uh, not the birds you want to be shooting at. Did you know Ray Lewis murdered a guy? <laughs> He flocked him. <laughs> he flocked him. He flocked him good. Are there any guys named Ray on the on the current Ravens uh, lineup? Because they should get rid of them. Those Rays are just bad seeds, man. Bad seeds. More power to you, Mike. More power to you, Brian.
0: This is possibly the most remote location that I've ever recorded a, a podcast episode from. You're
1: not in the bowels of Inner Harbor, are you?
0: I'm somewhere, somewhere in Georgia.
1: That might be be worse than being uh, held captive underwater.
0: Well, the area that I'm in has a Camp Crystal Lake vibe for sure, but I feel safer walking around at night than I would at Inner Harbor. But Pittsburgh's on my mind. Thought we'd get together here, talk about the Ravens, Steelers, Week 5. It's going to be a fun-sized preview. We'll talk about some pertinent information, and then we'll get to our step ladder to seven wins prediction. See who we think might pull this one out.
1: Normally, the only thing purple I like to discuss is Prince, because I'm not even particularly a fan of eggplant. Since it is crab cakes versus Primani's week. uh, Like I said off mic, this is half the episode for twice the price.
0: All right, so I wanted to ask you first, who have the Ravens played this season, really? They played Miami, which is basically a free space, Arizona, which is, eh. then they played Kansas City and they played Cleveland. They lost the last two weeks to the Chiefs and the Brownies. In light of this, have they been truly tested, do you think? Or do you think that Cleveland really exposed them for the team that they are?
1: I was shocked, incredibly shocked, actually, to see a game that had been super close you know, finish, finish up with that kind of outcome. Do the current Cleveland Browns have talent? Yes, they do. I don't think that the Ravens are as talented as, as one would think, you know, from the small sample size of the first two games. As you said, has Miami even played a real game yet? I think they're scheduled to play nothing but preseason games for the regular season. Arizona, Kyler Murray is kind of coming along. Uh, their, their defense, I know they we're still missing Patrick Peterson. These weren't feats of strength to be heralded. I'll I'll give it to Baltimore. They did what they were supposed to do. They beat the shitty teams. Uh, Pittsburgh doesn't do that quite often, actually. So, but when they face teams that are expected to go places, or at least expected to be markedly improved, they lost. Uh, you know, Kansas City doesn't have the best of defenses, so that one was close. But I didn't think that Cleveland had uh, you know a steel curtain esque defense either. But after giving up 25 points, I mean, they clamped down. It's going to be a very interesting one just because we don't know which Pittsburgh team is going to show up on either side of the ball. If the stout defense from Monday night that we saw glimpses of in the previous weeks uh, comes to Hines this Sunday, then I think we can. I think we can get at Lamar Jackson. I think we can shut down Mark Ingram. I think we can blanket Hollywood Brown. But if if the defense from you know week one's Patriots loss shows up, we're in big trouble. There are playmakers on the verge of breaking through on their offense. Uh you've seen glimpses of it and they can be very dangerous. Very dangerous. And it's a rivalry game. You never cliche to say it, but never think that if something on paper looks to be an easy win if there are division implications that is going to be a hard fought knock them down drag them out gore fest sometimes i mean how many times has roethlisberger's nose been readjusted during contests like this granted these these two teams are not the ravens and Steelers of old but bad blood persists
0: Right, when you're talking about the Ravens' offense, they have the potential to explode at any moment, it seems. Obviously, the mobility of Lamar Jackson is a concern, and I think the wounds from Russell Wilson are still fresh for the Steelers. Last week, Lamar Jackson had 66 yards, and defensively, the Browns were able to pressure Jackson. They sacked him four times, and they intercepted him when he was hit, when he threw the ball. But are you concerned at all about which version of the Steelers' run defense is going to show up on Sunday?
1: Most definitely, because if Lamar Jackson and the running backs can establish the run game quickly, then I think we're going to be in trouble because we're going to start pulling defenders to spy runners in the backfield and, you know, give their receivers time to get open and, and probably gash us down the field. That would be the scenario for Antonio's cousin to have a field day, a la the Dolphins game earlier this year.
0: Well, let me just talk about the other component of the run game real fast, and that would be Mark Ingram, who is having himself a fine season so far, Mike. He's averaging six yards a carry. He's got five touchdowns already. He ran all over Kansas City, had 103 yards and three touchdowns. What I'm starting to see is like some similarities here between the Seahawks and the Ravens. Are you seeing the same thing?
1: Yeah, it's to a degree, it's definitely uh, two similar offenses. Uh, at least capability-wise. I would argue that the Seahawks are a more refined version of that. But we can't assume that this perceived inexperience of the Ravens' offense isn't going to translate to the same offensive gains that the Seahawks were able to execute against us, you know?
0: And then other pass catchers for the Ravens, you got tight end Mark Andrews. He's catching touchdowns this season. He's got three this season. Um, You know, that makes me think of Disley, Hollywood Brown. Reminds me of their rookie, Metcalf.
1: Or even a Tyler Lockett. I mean, similar type receiver.
0: Last week, Willie Sneed caught a touchdown in garbage time. He's
1: there and he's capable and needs to be taken seriously.
0: For the Steelers, offensively, Mason Rudolph is getting a reputation so far this season for his dinks and dunks. I believe his stat is 3.3 completed air yards per attempt. That's according to next gen stats. If you think the Steelers look and see what Baker Mayfield did during that game, do we try a similar game plan? You know, he was tossing a lot of screens. He had a lot of short yardage throws and seemed like Nick Chubb took care of the rest. So you think the Steelers would be able to have some similar efficiency if they borrowed from that game script. What's your thought?
1: Most definitely. Uh, Mason looked comfortable when he kept uh, when he kept things short. I think yards after catch are going to be huge in this game as they were in the last keep it simple move him along don't throw you know either too much trickery or or too much simplicity into the game you got to go with what his strengths are at this point point. and those short passes where your receivers do a lot of the work afterwards they're going to eventually open it up to where Mason can air it out he has the ability to do that but I don't think we need to rely on that we, w- we want to win the game, and to win the game, sometimes it's the simplest strategy that you employ. So, KISS. Keep it simple, stupid.
0: Well, you know, I was thinking about the Bengals game last week. I don't even know if Mason was touched, and I think that's going to be an important component to the Steelers' victory this Sunday against the Ravens. Because the Ravens' defense is not so great. They have just eight sacks this season over four games. I think they sacked Baker Mayfield once last week and that was like within the first minute and they couldn't get to him for the rest of the game as we said before you can run on the Ravens Nick Chubb had himself a day last week 20 carries 165 yards three touchdowns and it looked to me like the Ravens had trouble holding the goal line against the Browns if you think back to that Kansas City game Darrell Williams and LaShawn McCoy each combined for 116 yards and a touchdown so again I think that our offensive line is going to have to play about as well as they did on Monday night. What's your take?
1: They need to play as well as they did on Monday night regardless. I expect them to play better. I'm not so concerned with what Baltimore has to throw at us defensively. we just got to keep Mason confident, let him get comfortable. Week to week, he's showing signs of learning the game more and more. And after a big win on Monday night, I think that does a tremendous amount for his overall confidence.
0: Then you throw in a little Jalen Samuels there. The Ravens haven't seen anything offensively than what the Steelers presented on Monday night. Unfortunately, I don't think the Steelers can do everything they did on Monday night because they just showed their whole hand. But
1: He might not be Jim Tom Sula, but odd job, Randy. He, he's pulling out the stops. He looked at the back of the garage and found a few tools that he hadn't used in a while.
0: Very good. All right, shall we get on to the main event, the stepladder to seven wins prediction?
1: Before we run out of runway and give up on this venture, I guess we should do it more than once, huh?
0: Steelers have one win, so there's just six to go. Okay, so the Ravens are two and two. They're meeting the one and three Steelers at Heinz Field on Sunday. Kickoff's at one o'clock. The over-under for this game is 43 and a half. The line is three and a half, and the Steelers are the underdogs in this contest. I'd say that feels about right. Mike, hit me with your prediction.
1: As always, in a Steelers-Ravens game, it's going to be a close one. I'm going 21-17 Steelers. I think a combo of Mason and a running back will account for the three touchdowns. Defense keeps it close, but we're not going to put a complete stop to the Ravens offense. I want to say 25 against the Browns is the least amount of points they've scored all season. So, you know, we limited it to two touchdowns and a field goal and have to hang on for dear life. Same names on the helmet, just different personnel between the lines. Another gut-wrenching, sweat-inducing, heart attack Ravens-Steelers game.
0: So my take, you know, Ravens are omnivores. They will eat just about anything. Uh, They're opportunists. That said... If Lamar Jackson spots an opening, he's going to take it. He's going to snatch it up. If the Steelers can prevent these Ravens from spotting opportunities and feasting on the open field, then I think that we will have an opportunity to starve them out.
1: Turn them into herbivores. Make them eat grass. That's what you got to do. That's what the linebackers are there for. If our
0: healthy defense, led by Stephon Tuitt, T.J. Watt, Vince Williams the addition of Minka Fitzpatrick, if they can continue that effective pass rush, then I don't think they're going to spot any opportunities. And I think we're going to be able to come away with a victory. And I am seeing like, I'm seeing a close one though, a low scoring, close one, that 24, 20 range. So I'm going to say, step up for the Steelers, 24, 20 at Heinz field. Why not?
1: Wouldn't be a Steelers Ravens game. If my blood didn't boil for the entire week and the winner of the game wasn't victorious by Less than less than a touchdown.
0: What I'm envisioning, I'm seeing some strange penalty, you know, phantom pass interference or whatever. I don't know. It's going to be some goofy shit that's going to happen that may or may not impact the outcome of the game. But you took
1: 2117 Steelers. You know, we're going to be wrong. It's going to be 10, 7, 7, 3, 14, 10, you know, 14, 13, regardless of how prolific these offenses are on either side in the past these these contests always come down to a handful of points uh, and a low scoring defensive effort even when the defenses aren't that good too much history between these clubs for even an explosive offense to to blow up too much you know it's time to assume our rightful role in the AFC North which is spoiler for the other three teams because um, we have six rings and they don't Without-
0: Well, hopefully we gave everyone some food for thought on Permanis versus crab cakes. I have to remind everybody that we are on Twitter and Instagram at More MorePowerTooyens. Our email is More MorePowerTooyens at gmail.com. And our website, MorePowerTooyens.com. You can find uh, old episodes there in a nice, neat, organized playlist.
1: I've been listening to a few of them this past week. I forgot how awesome I am.
0: How could you? We're going to do a post-game review. On Sunday. Try and get that episode up on Tuesday. Till then, more power to you, Mike.
1: More power to you, Brian.
0: And more power to Yens.